This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1544. Who are the nomads of American culture? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American host, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Denver and Portland, USA. A nomad is a person who travels from place to place without a home. However, they may be rich or poor in the U.S. Find out which Americans are nomads and the movie you need to watch this week. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, Jessica, how you doing today? I am doing fantastic. I am very excited to be on All Ears English. Thank yes. you. Happy to have you here, Jessica. You hang out over on IELTS Energy a lot of the time with Aubrey, right? And you guys exactly. are talking about IELTS. So I want to invite our listeners, first of all, to go over there and subscribe to the IELTS Energy podcast if you are taking IELTS anytime in the next few, basically the next few years, right? Right, Jessica? Totally. Yeah. I mean, we just hit episode 1,000, guys. Yeah. And we have thousands more episodes in us. And you know what? I mean, we're awesome even if you're not studying IELTS. It is vocab, pronunciation, mm -hmm. speaking, listening skills, all this stuff that, you know, you need all the time anyway, not just on the test. So cool. So cool. So guys, go over and subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast to get more of that over there. But today we're going into a really interesting topic. You know, Jessica, over the weekend, I saw a movie called Nomadland. Uh, yeah, yes. it's a story of this woman, Fern, who traveled the country in a van. She she had to leave her hometown because her town was literally discontinued. Her zip code That's crazy. was literally How discontinued. How is that even possible? Can you explain to our listeners? Because you know I, I don't know if this happens in other countries. I don't know if it does either. That's a really good question. But to be honest, I mean, the, the recession of 2008 just decimated so many towns and so yeah. many people. I, I feel like anything would have been possible at that time, right? This came out of the recession. So, okay. you know, it was a, I think it was a sheetrock mill where her husband worked in a town mm -hmm. called Empire, Nevada. Nevada, not Nevada, Nevada. Exactly, guys. <laughs> I am from Nevada. Okay. Exactly. And people say Nevada all We the do. Time, On the East Coast, not. we do. We do. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I know better now that I live in the West. So here we go. So she, <laughs> and so she ended up, um, she was working at an Amazon pa factory right in that town. And then that job mm -hmm. ended. And then she she just hit the road with her van. Her husband, unfortunately, passed away. Um, and so she hit the road. But it's really the story of, you know, what happens when you live in the US and you are getting older, you're in your 60s, yeah. you don't necessarily have steady work. And you realize that there really isn't much of a safety net for you from the government. Exactly. Oh, there's a whole movement of older people traveling the country in vans. And we call them nomads. 
right? Right. Yeah. It's it's funny that you just watched that movie because I just listened to a podcast about that movie. Yes. Um, and I haven't seen it yet, but I got some sort of behind the scenes details. And mm-hmm. something interesting about this, guys, is there are quite a few actors in the movie who are not actors. These yeah. are real people that really live this life. Mm-hmm. And like Lindsay said, it's based on a true story. Um, and the actor that stars in it, Frances McDormand, she is amazing. And I mean, completely loses herself in this role. You would never believe she wasn't Fern, right? Like, it's supposed to be amazing. It's so good. She's been in a couple of great movies. Uh, Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. uh, I have mixed feelings about that. But I do love the movie Fargo. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, she tends to play these like uh, these roles where she's a strong, tough woman, maybe like a hard exterior, but a lot going on mentally yes. like a lot going on in the heart and that really yes. is you know how this movie portrait you can see you can almost experience the entire movie through her face for through her I face her facial expressions it shows us that she's a great actor and just i don't know the ups and downs of life it really shows a contrast between the beauty of being on the road the intense connections you can make in friendships but right. also the hardship and the sadness like it's kind of a sad movie in a lot of ways yeah uh, well, I mean, the premise sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, because this story would not be possible in a world, in a nation that took care of its older yeah. people. I mean, yeah. that that's what yeah. it comes down to. Really yeah, is. we have Social Security. Everyone who is working pays into Social Security, but mm-hmm. that is not a guaranteed survival income after you quit working. Oh, right? for sure. Because it's all based on like a percentage of what you made during your 30 years of employment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and And then once you retire or stop working, a lot of older Americans cannot sustain themselves, cannot survive on just Social Security. So they have to work. There's no choice. Exactly. And, you know, people are talking about the possibility that Social Security won't even be around. I mean, we're paying into it every every week with our paychecks here, right? Right. But that it will not be there for us when we when we get older, just because the baby boom generation is so huge. Right. Yeah, but maybe our yeah. gen- our generation's pretty big, but the generations in front of us that will then be paying into it for us when we get to be that age, right. how big are they going to be? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because family sizes just keep getting smaller. So yeah. every generation gets smaller. There's no post-war excitement boom of baby making. That doesn't right. happen anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But this idea of a nomad, right? I mean, and, and yeah. coming back to the van, right? I think the van is the thing that the nomads have in common because in my mind, there are kind of two groups of nomads in the US, right? There's mm-hmm. this this older generation where they take to the road because maybe they can't afford a mortgage. There's no support for them. Them. They don't have a job anymore. Maybe they lost their right. job in 2008. And then there's a whole nother group, right? Hashtag van life, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Who oh are they? Oh my gosh. So I wouldn't even know about this, Lindsay, if it weren't for you. But I definitely like, I... I know the people that would do this yes. for sure. Like yes. I've come across them, right? There's a whole other um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the hashtag van life. The the younger people that they have a trust fund or just lots of money yep, yep. for some reason yep. and maybe don't have to work or can work remotely and yeah, can spend thousands on a fancy Airstream trailer oh, and like, sure. you know, g- go wherever and eat. In, they can eat in fancy restaurants if they want to. Like exactly. the hashtag van life... Money's not a 
problem. Like they're, right. they're traveling because they have lots of money, not because they don't have any money. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they usually do have Instagram channels or some way of documenting. Sure. They usually work online, maybe blogging or something like that, or maybe a steady, you know, nine to five job, but they just work from the road. I mean, sure. there's, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, you see a lot of photos of these people. And but I wonder, though, Jessica, after the pandemic, because I know that uh, places that make custom vans really blew up those businesses oh, yeah, really blew totally. up when the pandemic hit. So I wonder if this group of, you know, van people will actually expand significantly into even families. May I don't know, maybe families, uh, people with one child after the pandemic, just because yeah, no, things have changed. Yeah, that's completely possible. In fact, mm-hmm. I saw a preview for a documentary about a family that did that. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, parents that decided to homeschool their kids and they, they did. They just got an RV mm-hmm. and they traveled around the country for a year, yeah. Um, which yeah. is, yeah, that's a very interesting thing to do that now does seem like an option <laughs> to a lot of parents. Um, but it's not just like young people and possibly families. It's also the retired people who mm-hmm. do have great retirement investment funds and yeah. social security and all this money. Um, you know what? Even my older brother, he's still working, but they, he and his wife did just get this amazingly like decked out Airstream trailer. It is, it is mind boggling. <laughs> yeah. Inside is nicer than most people's houses. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's so beautiful. Um, so that's like, yeah, that's the other side of that's like the other nomad. Side. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, but let's let's go back to this word nomad, yeah. right? Because before this movie, I would say I wouldn't have had that um, idea of what it meant, right? I I would have a romantic notion of it, mm. like a, a free spirit who just moves from place to place and, right. you know, like sort of a hippie yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, so this title of this movie puts a different spin on it. Right, right. It puts it mo- into more of like a, a more serious lifestyle and kind of as more of a resort rather than like a last resort in some ways for some right. people rather than like something you aspire to or you just totally. do in your 20s because you're bored. <laughs> and another another note I want to make about this movie that I think is really interesting is from the podcast I listened to yeah. about <laughs> it. Um, the director could have taken it in a completely different direction as far as blaming the the Amazon yeah. place that she was employed at or blaming right like right. the the safety net the the all this stuff that maybe we would be at fault but instead it chose to include a lot more of the the beauty of it like yes. yeah this is a terrible situation <clears throat> we can see that but um the descriptions that some of the actors have of the beautiful moments they have in nature because they played mm-hmm. some clips like mm-hmm. just yeah gorgeous yeah and i think it kind of dwells in the area of i agree with that i think it doesn't it doesn't pigeonhole any itself in its views as a movie right it doesn't right. necessarily speak to a cause which is refreshing in a way because it felt mm-hmm. very much like reality 
reality. Like I was yeah. saying before, there's not really, I mean, there is a story in a sense. There's a basic story, but there's not a huge drama where it's climbing up to a, you know, a climax and then something happens and then it all concludes right. in a nice, neat bow, right? It comes around well, in a circle, but a lot of the movie yeah. is spent dwelling kind of in her eyes, like how she sees the world, whether it's the it. beauty in what she sees. And by the way, the Western US is gorgeous and we all yeah. should see it, right? We should see the Western US. It is, you know, if you have to travel around somewhere, that's a great place to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> For your whole yeah, life I because mean, it is so beautiful. From um, the woman that took the 12,000 yeah. <laughs> mile journey back and forth across America. Amazing. So Lindsay yeah. has seen all of the yes. views and mm -hmm. she says the West Coast is the best. So. <laughs> I say it's the best and still have some of our students in the connected communicator, right? They've taken totally. that journey with me. But anyways, yeah, so, so it's kind of cool in that sense, this movie, guys, that it doesn't pigeonhole itself. It doesn't have to have a cause. It's more of an observation. And, and, you know, that's the point. I mean, that's, that's the reason why we want to talk to you guys about this is something that Lindsay and I and all of us love to do on this show. It's not just about, you know, individual English skills and yeah. words and rules. It's also about the culture and the country that maybe you're curious about. Maybe mm -hmm. you you want to um, experience one day. Yeah. And these are things that even a lot of Americans don't see. Th these mm -hmm. are parts of the population that society doesn't know about, doesn't yeah. see, doesn't acknowledge as a person, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's um, true. Because like the other the other group of people that, of course, do this are migrant workers. And those mm. would be the people that mostly agriculture, right? Mm -hmm. um, mostly a lot of people from Mexico yeah. that come over and travel from farm to farm and very tough life, no guarantees, yeah. lots of risk. Everything is just for their family, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the other sort of group that I would say yeah. are ignored by a lot of people who have a quote unquote stable life. Mm -hmm. This other whole segment of the population yeah. doesn't even seem to be a part of our society. Oh my gosh, it's true. Yeah, there's so there's different groups in society that kind of take to the road in different ways. Um, but I think that <laughs> yes. we also have in our culture, in American culture, a history of romance romanticizing the road. I mean, Jack Kerouac, right? He, yes. he was the king of the genre or he wrote I was on the just road, that. right? Exactly. And, and we have this, I don't know. And I would be really curious to hear from our listeners on this episode. Do you guys have this in your culture, a romanticization of the road um, in your literature mm -hmm. or in your history? Because we definitely do. There's something about, definitely. especially it's also interested, interesting that it's driving West. <laughs> Usually the romantic yes. notions come from someone moving, going from the East coast to the West coast like move like from New York right because you're exactly. moving out into the more open territory and you can see the wider spaces as opposed to going the other direction from California exactly. to the East Coast. Really interesting. Right. I mean, just if you look at the culture surrounding on the road, what environment was it written in? Mm -hmm. It was this very romantic notion of people who were fed up with normal society. They didn't feel they were people who would be accepted by yeah. normal society in, yeah. in a lot of ways. A lot of artists as mm -hmm. well, part of this group, right? But they made the choice to become hobos, to mm -hmm. become people without a home that would ride the rails, as they would say, right? Yeah, like yeah. just jump on a train yep. for free, illegally, sure. and just go <clears throat> wherever the train went. And yeah, in the books, it does sound amazing. And it still does inspire young people to hit the road. 
And some people um, still do that too. Some people still. Totally. I met someone in Flint, Michigan, who did that. She jumped trains really? and would go out. No oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People actually oh still gosh. do that. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, there are so many different types of people or motivations for becoming a nomad, whether it's forced on you or it's voluntary. Yeah. I think all of these groups are worth thinking about and knowing about, right? Because they all have different things to teach us, right? Like the group in this movie, these nomads, we can learn to, no matter the circumstances, um, what is the beautiful thing around you that you can look at that day? Like what can you appreciate in nature right now? For sure. For sure. I love it. I mean, so first of all, guys, we want to recommend the movie. You know, it. I found it on Hulu. If you can find it in your country, definitely watch it. I mean, you're going to see the beauty of the West. You're going to it's just it's a good movie. There's not a ton of dialogue in it, which is kind of nice and refreshing. So, it, you know, it's it's easy to keep up with and to take it in. Right. You can just take awesome. this movie in and really enjoy it. Uh, so go yeah. find the movie Nomadland and let us know. Come back to the blog. This is episode 1544. Right, Jessica. Mm-hmm. And let us know in your culture. Culture, do you guys have a tradition of kind of nomading? And how does it manifest? Yeah. Is it by car, hitchhiking? What is it by train? How does it look? I love that. Yeah. I would love that so much, guys. If you could just tell us two different groups, right? Two yeah. groups that would be nomads, exactly. right? Because the different groups we've described today are so completely different from one another. Mm-hmm. Totally. And yet they're all following the same journey, in exactly. essence, at least the same physical path, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would love to see how is this represented where you live, guys? Oh, I love it. So good. So good. I'm so glad we got to talk about this. It's such a cool topic. And I don't know, just a great movie. It just gives you a respect for different people living different kinds of lives and the way they live and the way they make it work and everyone's own. They have their own journey. Everyone has their own journey in life. So guys, yeah, love it. Thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. This has been great. Yeah. And I love being over here on All Ears English. So good. We go deep over (laughs) here. We go deep. And guys, I want to remind you to go and check out the IELTS Energy podcast to get Jessica over there three days a week along with Aubrey. So good. So good. It's amazing. (laughs) I'll see you over there, guys. All right. All right, Lindsay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.